is pretty fucking stronger than anything. So. Well, I've been smoking. Uh, I've smoked for a while, and I got to say that uh, like a, a dirty bong yeah, is disgusting. Not, not just that, but like even if it is clean. Like obviously you want a cleaner one, but like it's stronger. It's stronger pull on your lungs than anything. So I'm not talking about the weed itself. I'm not talking about any. You're that. just saying of, of devices. Yeah, I mean you're fucking. Yeah, it's way stronger. Like you can't even. It's not like a, a joint. You can kind of take kind of a puff. You know, you have to like at least as far as I remember. It's been a long time. You would have to fucking puff a real back, and that's what's gonna happen. And I don't know all the science behind it. That's just how I feel. I don't know. I think it's the cleanest of the options. Really? Uh, in terms of like, like a joint hits your lungs pretty hard. Harder than I, that? I think so because you're getting cleaned by the water. Yeah, but like, isn't it just more of a you're huffing way more on a on a bong? Like, I don't know that it matters the amount. I would say because you could. Welcome to the show, by the way. <laughs> this is uh, the Don't Be Sorry podcast with uh, me, Jordan Palchicchio. I got there Alexander Brovidani. Cheers. How's it Cheers, going? buddy. We got the Italians. <laughs> happy the, birthday. Uh, happy birthday, yeah. buddy. You're kind of a celebrity, eh? I was. I don't uh, know anymore. Toronto Batman. Yeah, former. Uh, it's all good. What the hell is that like, man? I think now it's a little different because I literally buried it. Um, as far as I can recall, you have I checked to my Facebook. Um, I checked the Toronto Batman Facebook, I think, periodically, like once a day, once every two days, but not like I used to. So, because um, you were the Toronto, I was the Toronto Batman. So. Facebook, you were um, the whole. If thing. someone tells me, "Hey, Toronto Batman," I'll turn around. But like, I usually my interactions don't involve that. And I've been planning on YouTubing again with original stuff, and I got all the equipment. I just haven't found the time. And like, um, I was just telling your roommate, Mark. Uh, I fucking uh, just got with back with Fedora and Uber Eats and doing the courier work. Yeah. So I'm kind of getting used to that. You're all about using that physicality, eh? Um, that, uh, I got an e-bike, so not too, too bad. A little bit. It's more mental, I'd say. Because um, I've done it on the regular bike and you're like, you feel like Terry Fox half the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I felt. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd ask him, but he's no more. He probably didn't feel as good as you feel on the um, day to day. But maybe like, emotionally, maybe a bit better. But with the I actually do feel a little bit bat- like Batman. But like, um, it, it's a lot more mental. It's taking you have to break the fucking law half the time to be Batman. That and doing fedora Uber Eats, I would say you have to break the to law. break the law. Why? Richmond, Adelaide. I've gone. I. Even today, I'm like, oh, it's my birthday, as I was going down the wrong way on the fucking sidewalk and all that. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. Um, no, they didn't say that. I remember I was waving, though. That's <laughs> I, I've gone on rent, like shit like that, man. But well, like, yeah, you're they, moving. they give you a timer, man, and they're like, how come you're not, like, you know, all that good stuff? And then my last delivery literally exploded in my bag. So, how much? Like, give, me a, give me an A to B, how long they give you, how realistic. <laughs> Um, sometimes you're there faster than you need to be. Um, like yesterday I went to Sufi's, which is still open, um, after the, the shit they had to deal with. And I was there like 10 minutes early, but they didn't want to open up even though they saw me there. And then they finally opened up they were nice about it, but like, uh, why? And then, um, but then, um, if you get behind, uh, for whatever reason, you get behind with dropping it off, then the next order is going to be like, you got two minutes to be there. And then, yeah. you know, so you try to rush one of them and then you can kind of get ahead of the curve. Um, you know, all that all Wait, that you stuff. have a total time? They're just time. They give a time and I think it's when it's ready, even though it's not sometimes. Like, they're like, oh, we have an order? Nah, it's, gonna, it's still going to take some time. Like, I waited 40 minutes of fresh i think healthier more organic the shittier the customer service or something or the more you wait so then yeah and then you have to get to the same place and then it'll show you well you're minus three minutes on time or something like that and like jesus that's brutal so um you could tell the client or ever drop it off like look this is what happened uh, or if it explodes right in front of them that's like it did today uh they're not too happy with that but that's that's a rarity for me i'd say i just uh yeah, the one with soups are the worst. So. You just changed my mind on uh, ever because sometimes I contemplate joining the f- the force. 
do like do it. Force. I mean, if you just if you want, I, I bought an e bike, so that that was that's a necessity. But Even, I'm too stubborn for an e bike. I don't want an e bike. Yeah. Then they don't, just, it, but unless you're ready to tour de France, there's some guys. I am ready to. They tour got France. logos on their fucking bike gear. They're ready to go. They were just like, yeah, man. And they, they, if I can even speed faster than me on an e-bike, and I'm not even going slow. They're yeah, just, man, they're pumping. I'm, I'm independent. I got no stickers. Yeah, but aside from that, you're gonna want, um, you're gonna eat a lot more, and your knees are gonna crack a lot more. So you're better off giving the money up. And yeah. then you save it for an e-bike, and that's then you save true, a lot. Yeah. So. has got an e-bike, too. I do remember him doing that when I was rickshawing, and then we talked, and then he broke his arm. And oh, then, fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was like two years ago. <coughs> Keep in mind, Sheldrick's luck is uh, quite bad. I that, don't know about that. He's married. I feel like that guy would break his arm diving into a pool. No, that was... I don't look at him like that. I just... Yeah. I've so. watched Sheldrick drop his phone like four or five times in a seat in like the it I just these little things happen to him. It's so funny. Yeah. I don't like just a lot of a lot, a lot of people like yeah, he's a sweet guy, but I don't know if that's necessarily bad luck it's just as is. Oh you you know I I'm there's a couple of times I've already been almost killed. You've been this, almost killed? And doing the Fedora and he, I like he, if I just went a little second too faster or made a wrong like a hundred percent you can you feel right there, but you just don't think about it until it happens. So I'm probably speaking from beyond the grave at this point, but I, 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 I'm pretty cautious. But then a couple of times I'm just, there was a nice guy. I was running along and he almost f- clotheslined me with his door, but I break in the time. He goes, oh, buddy, I'm sorry. And he massaged my elbow. And Jeez. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. And then I'm like, forgot I was just screaming, Jesus Christ, please don't. Um, like as if that's gonna stop me, because my horn is awful. As badass as my bike is, the horn is like, nah, nah, nah. and it's just like, it's like a fucking honka truck or whatever, like a little toy tonka, honka tonka, whatever it was called. It's not enough power to get people's attention. No, no one's gonna be like, oh, my, my bad. It's just like, who's this eight-year-old on his tricycle? Like, oh no, it's a grown man. Um, so you know, I don't blame them for not like stopping ahead of time. So I, got, I, my, my fingers are on the brake. Um, I'm already practicing with the gloves and shit like that. I'm getting ready. I, I, people are like, you're practicing for Dora. What are you, eight? And I was just like, I just don't want to die. And the winter's coming around the corner. It's time to make the most money. So Yeah, it gets slippery uh, pretty it's, soon. It's everything, but it gets more business. They want. I have a question about Toronto Batman. Sure. You got a million views on a video, right? It was more than that. There was a couple, yeah couple and there was another video money. was me that on a jordan peterson video that's been spread around got me i take a mic back uh from a transgender to lauren southern as batman no as myself oh wow. it was actually a couple weeks after i retired from toronto batman like a month yeah so you sort of have this um persona you sort of just have this thing that gets a bunch of views i did and i didn't and then i tried on my own and then you know all that kind of stuff um gonna do stop motion in the future but like at the time yeah that was uh um 12 is this you spider-man versus batman that was that too um, full he took huh did you make money on this um it was not dispersed evenly um needless to say the channel is doing all right um i don't know if i would still be on it i don't like i'm not the biggest fan of their content um, and what we did was different then, but like, you know, um, it was not, um, I didn't even get taken to the hospital a couple of times that I went. Yeah. You injured yourself. Um, the guy playing Spider-Man, I'll say this, by the way, Brad, if you're listening, fuck you, um, <laughs> did give me a concussion or two. No Jason way. Burgos, uh, fuck you too. Um, cause he, they didn't care. Um, and they knew they, they hurt me. Um, they all what were they doing that hurt you? Um, Brad would, would hit me upside the head, um, in some of the videos, I remember off video, he just punched me in the side of the head and or like slapped. It felt like a fucking punch. Cause I remember it took me 10 minutes to go up an elevator, uh, there and <coughs> go in the grocery store and stuff like that was so slowed down. Yeah. Um, we did a hockey video and Sean was so obsessed with Jason and the Chicago Bane outfit. And wanted to do the backbreaker thing. And on the third take, he dropped me in the back of the fucking head. No kidding. Um, and 
Jason later would, you know, block me because it wasn't a part of the crew anymore. And, you know, he was always kissing my ass. I have to believe he almost did it on purpose. I don't know. And they didn't follow up. I remember I had these, like, later, he goes, all right, I'm sorry. I'm like, why didn't you ask if I was okay? You knew I was dropping back my head. They just wanted me to finish the video. And um, Sean did this thing where he chastised me later and he goes come on man you're shuffling your feet and you always dropped in my head too and so a whole lot of them uh didn't care but i mean it's almost part for the course it's like um in terms of being toronto batman cosplay or whatever they're yeah. like it was going around like uh i was you know and i was insulting as a as toronto batman but people were like he really means it and he's an asshole and he says the x-men sucks and i did but i'm like i didn't mean that it was in character and they would just run with it. Their world is just totally different, and I'm, like, outside of it. So, you know, I mean, I wish them the best of luck. Um, however, like, it was pretty low the way I was, I was treated. Um, Sean Ward really just got 4 million views and released a story on YouTube thanking everyone. I said, thanks for uh, allowing me to go to the hospital. Um, Sorry that happened to you. Huh? Sorry that happened to you, buddy. Well, I had to get checked, um, and I had concussions each time. So. Well, that's shitty. They're kind of leveraging you to yeah, get Yeah, right? I mean, they did some good in, in Sean Ward, and we had some good moments, but then, you know, he dropped me like a hat, and then he's saying this and that, and I'm just like, I think we, you should stop um, trashing me while you make some dough off me, bud. Um, I mean, you helped me too, but let's, um, you know. and But I, I said to someone recently, I don't, see him wanting to make peace unless we're seniors and both our egos are gone but like at the same time i don't really think about it too much um when we were doing those videos and working together it was great but i just constantly tell me i had an ego but like i was going everywhere and a couple in a two in a month span i went to la back home to england back home and then atlanta for uh, Toronto Batman. With, with Toronto Batman, with the suit and doing everything. Wow. A full tilt. A full tilt. How did this become a thing? How did you decide that you were going to become Toronto Batman? Um, <clears throat> so it started in Hollywood as Hollywood, our character, because I was nuts at the time. Um, I think it was 2006, and there was a Hollywood Batman. We had a beef. But then when he got arrested and then You had a banned, beef with the Hollywood Batman. He had a beef with everyone, man. He was <laughs> Max... Fuck you too, by the way. Um, but you, you more so, you need a lot of help because um, he's still doing it. He was just threatening everyone, and everyone's buying into this hype. It was like the emperor's clothes or whatever shit, and they were like, "Yeah, I saw him take on six men." I'm like, "I don't think he can." He talked a lot. I'll give him that. Um, apparently, threatened to shoot Jimmy Kimmel and stuff. But um, I still remember that Friday, August 2006. Um, he goes, are you the, he goes to this girl dressed as Catwoman. He goes, are you the tramp that brought this dude out here? I'm like, don't call her a tramp. And I did that voice. <laughs> and I'm like, he goes, look at those boots. And you call me a replacement? And then I shit you not, all of a sudden we started telling each other. Now, this is a Friday night in Hollywood. And it was before the economy collapsed. So lots of tourists, all that stuff. And he had on his team, Michael Myers, Pinhead, and Jason, and on my side, I had this guy dressed as Blues Brother, one of the pirates, and Snow White, just going, oh, what's going on? We were telling each other, fuck off. Kind of I just remember this one black kid in the middle looking back and forth, not knowing who to root for. All the people watching this like theater of life going on. And then he backed off, and someone said, he might be getting a gun. And I'm like, taxi, and I literally got a taxi. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm you like, get a taxi. I didn't want to wait to see if that... I don't think it happened, but you I was call like... Alfred. <laughs> call Alfred. Call Alfred. Call myself. I was a lot skinnier, too. I, and I didn't look like a shittier Batman, but, like, um, remember that week he was arrested and the other care uh, Someone take a picture of me and tell me, I want to take a picture with him. Like, I think I suggested the Hulk. And they're like, wow, you're an actual nice guy. You're nicer than Max. I'm like, yeah. Aren't you supposed to do that? And I was like, you know. So... Um, and I was getting used to the heat and everything. And then uh, I came back in 2007 and did it for six months. And then in 2008, and then I left and I came back here. And uh, my friend Troy Dixon was was killed in a car accident. Jeez. Um, he was a comic. Um, and I was just nuts out of my head. And someone's like, well, you should probably bust and then that square with it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, there's no going back. And I remember the day before, and I was just like, and the girl I was seeing was like, 
you have to lose and you have debt to pay and all that. I'm like, I guess. And, you know, sure enough, comics were out there on the second day I was there and, you know, started a Facebook page. But I'm like, yeah, and, yeah I knew, like, there was the look in people's eyes. Like, you're nuts kind of look. And I'm just like, I mean, one guy in the Hollywood Boulevard documentary said once you do it even for a small amount of time, there's an us versus them attitude. And at first I took it as us versus the tourists. And there is that aspect, and especially out in Hollywood because they're very aggressive, but yeah, also us versus society and the way people view you and, and all that stuff. So, you know, but flash forward to busker fest and all this and people liked it a lot. And, you know, I was, I developed that Facebook page and then a couple of years later doing the video and then that changed things and then became more of a, Oh, this is the Toronto Batman. And, you know, we saw the videos and, you know, and it, it took off like from there, like crazy. But, and then I went to Hollywood the odd time. Um, <laughs> so I wrote my memoirs on my Facebook page <laughs> And this is how nuts some of them are. Like Batman memoirs? That's myself. Okay. I did change it because a couple of them were saying I was using it as a way to recruit people. Some guy made up a stupid rumor. And I did change it to what? specify what were you that I'm recruit not like, I don't know. Apparently, I was forcing people to go to the Hollywood Bowl. It did get some traction. I think it got like 300 shares. But I'm just like, you can't force people with writing someone. This isn't propaganda. I'm like... And, you know, I changed it around to Plas 8, one of them. I didn't think he was that nuts. And I still remember the uh, last time I was there was 2016. I took some pictures. I didn't ask for tips. Some people gave me some, but I didn't ask for any. I remember a picture, and I remember Darth Vader was like, I hate you. I hate you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he waved hi to him. I hate you. <laughs> um, I forgot his name. But bless his heart. Um, he, he's like... Uh, he was in the scale of nuts. I honestly forget his name. Um, I remember he would dance around in his Darth Vader outfit and, and stuff like that. But he goes, you understand here, we're ambassadors and we want to change this around to a floating gazebo and stuff. Like, you know, make it look, I'm like, what the fuck? Are you? You're, like, you're not a city planner. <laughs> you're, you're dressed as Darth Vader and poorly at that one. But I'm like, you had okay. Good, you had a good costume. No, it, wa- it wasn't good. It was like, fucking whatever and he would just dance around he was a nice guy sometimes. you ever think about that that you got uh you got famous as batman with a bad costume and you were skinny when i started i was <laughs> in my crazy. shitty costume and you, you could see hollywood boulevard batman and like you know i was a lot skinnier i remember them calling me skinny the other characters and was hollywood like, batman good as me when i was like i don't they just call me that and then i was like then there was other batmans there was batmans on platforms there was batman there was one Batman that came out drunk because I did Robin <laughs> out there, right? And the other Batmans would love it. It's like, wow, I have a Robin. And I look good as Robin because I was skinnier and I can almost do the splits. I can lift people in the end and do shit. And they were like, one guy's like, I remember he told me, because of you, I paid my child support in two days. I'm like, okay. Because you're Robin. I helped it. Wow. I did everything. I would slick my hair if I did the Tim Drake. Was, like, I, I love Robin actually more than Batman uh, growing up. Tim Drake specifically. Just for context, he's making money on the streets as Batman and Robin. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> but no, like, I know. Right. That's a crazy life. Uh, I, I just, you know, now that you going on that, like people are like, I saw you in the street today. And I, I'm like, I, I didn't even get out of my fucking place. I'm like, who's, and it was like another Batman. I'm like, hey, fuck. Whatever, man. I'm yeah, like, oh yeah. People have a hard time understanding. I did retire. I do the odd odd event or odd charity, but I mean once or twice a year. Do fans know you form. intimately as Alexander Brovidani? Some people they wish me, you know, on this all. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. But like, it's time to move on. Um, I had a neck problem at the end of it from all the lifting, uh, especially around my shoulders, and it was pretty much sprained. And I, you know, was on painkillers and shit, and I waited for that to subside, and now I can think clearer. Don't fucking injure your neck. You'll fuck everything. Yeah, from yeah. Your, from, your, from your head to your dick I to your I think about neck strength a lot because of Joe Rogan and all those assholes that are fucking throwing weights around with their neck. You know, I mean, there's neck strength, but neck stability. Yeah, that's just the... Your spine, man. Spine too, but I would say the neck more than anything. Um, I had labyrinthitis, which is the blood slows down flowing around... Uh, 
your head and shit. You get a lot of vertigo. It feels like weights in your neck. Weird. Hard to sleep, hard to do anything. What's it called? Uh, labyrinthitis. Labyrinthitis. I don't. I didn't like that name at all. I thought they were kidding with me, but I'm like, well, they got it. Um, and then I just had like, you know, neck pull. And then one was like pretty fucking bad. It felt like a sprain. That was towards the end of it. And, you know, hard to sleep, hard to think. So I wasn't going to... I was done, but I couldn't rebrand with anything. You can't think clearly. Yeah, of course. Everything was just, you know, now I get regular hard-ons, stuff like that. So, you know, it's not too bad. Uh, but it, t- it took some time. And also find out who I was. And outside of Batman, enjoying life and smelling the roses. and Getting back to working other jobs and other things. That's the problem some of the Hollywood Boulevard characters had. There was nothing wrong with them doing it uh, temporarily. It was a good summer job. There were not all crackheads. Although every pretty girl that came out there was chased by said crackheads. No kidding. They would come to me. <laughs> I remember they came to this thing. You're the only one not chasing us around. I'm like, well, <laughs> oh, my luck. Um, um, you know, I remember the Baywatch girls. Oh, you're, yeah, you're, stuff like that. You truly are Batman at the soul of who you are. I tell you. The biggest Batman moment I had as a character was when I was out there. Was uh, I remember it was summer 2011. Just came there for a week and a half for San Diego Comic Con and chilling out there, making some money, paying for that, doing stand up and, and all that. So during the day, I would show up as Superman. I finally got a Superman outfit. The other Superman didn't like that. I'll get that in a minute. Uh, and I would legit be so nice. Hello, citizens, and you know, all that stuff. I put a whole bunch of wax in my hair, did the ass thing, all that, all that good stuff. But then when I would show up as Batman, I would not talk to them, even if the characters talked to me before. They didn't know the difference, half of them, except the ones that didn't know me, like the Superman. He's like, I told everyone you're Batman. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> but then I remember I was smoking at the time. I took off my cowl and the Baywatch girl. I was like, you're the Superman? Because she was like, I'm going to break you down, Batman. I'm like, just a try. And like, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. Because I just wanted to make money. And well, I didn't want to, yeah. they would go out there, some of them and have a fucking powwow. I'm like, you know, this looks stupid to tourists. You're literally, you're turning your back to them and having a, I'm like, you know, uh, make it, you could talk like side by side while, while looking at the tourists, saying hi, waving hi, posing for free photos too. And they didn't understand that, but you know, I did. I just remember. I love how you're this like wise, like uh, to the game. You know, you just have these like old tricks. Like if somebody wanted to come up into the scene, and you're like, okay, all right, kid. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. I wasn't a dick about it. It was just like, fuck. Um, I I don't know. They, um, every me. I remember for one of the documentaries, because the Batman chasing me, um, the the psycho one, and we told each other off. That was a fucking day to remember but uh yeah i i led this charge of not being afraid of these assholes even the other superman so the other superman he was looked like christopher reeve and now he looks like his corpse but like he <laughs> he it's dark he had this and everybody spent this room and he threw bleach at another superman that tried going out there so i'm like fucking hell with this and i'm done wearing a cow i'm done wearing the eye mask as robin uh, I'm going to come out and, and be Superman, but I'm going to do it when he's not around. And one time he was leaving and all of a sudden, um, a Superman before came out. He wasn't there when I came out of Superman, but Superman before came out jacked as shit, 240 pounds, oh, wow. six foot four. He's a real Superman, real Superman. And the other Chris Reeve guy, Christopher Dennis did not like that whatsoever, but he couldn't do anything. He was so scared. So one day, he literally starts coming out in a fake muscle suit. And I remember that day because I laughed at him. Um, because I got a night and I just busted out laughing. Of course. Like, you're, you're so scared or you're so fucking, your ego, yeah, just, you're just a joke. But whatever, right? So he still wears it. He comes out and he goes, um, you know, the real Superman has muscles like these. I'm like, mine are real. And he goes, yeah, but mine are bigger. I'm like, yours are fake. And you got sweat pits on your fucking, sweat stains on yeah, your pits. Yeah, but he believes he's Superman. And he goes, you'll get them too. I'm like, no, I won't. Um, he believes he's Superman. <clears throat> he, he had the most amount of uh, merchandise signed and all that in his apartment. It was like, <laughs> it's he apartment. made the Guinness World Records or something. And like, he got a lot of shit. Wait a second. And then he had to For sell what? them out. 
for all his merch. He had everything. He up had, to that he point. He made the Guinness Book of World Records for having merch. Or he had a lot of, he, he got like famous for that alone and not just being a Superman on the street. Wow. Um, like a lot of documentaries on Hollywood Bowler characters focused around him. But the fucking guy would not sell it. And the fucking guy would spend all his money on herb and nothing wrong with that and drink and God knows what. And he ended up going homeless and split up. And God knows what happened to him with all his shit. And you know, I kind of feel bad for him now, but he was like living this. Uh, back in 2006, some of them were clearing five, 600 a day in the summer. And you didn't think maybe you should put it away or live Five, below your means. Five, six hundred a day as... The median? Okay, I shit you not. And this was 2007. Okay, wait, hold, hold got, on. They made these costumes on their own. Some of them. Okay. So, some okay. of them bought it. What's the price of some of these costumes? All depends. Like, I bought my first cowl that looked like Michael Keaton for 50 bucks used. And you're making five, six hundred dollars a day. Here's the thing. I didn't come with the, the, the best Batman costume I have now came within a couple of years when i went there i was like just kind of starting a bunch of them that uh the pirates of the caribbean was popular they were making bank oh yeah the mermaid and this was funny they she was in a wheelchair and they um colored it and make it look like a uh, coral and stuff and i thought she was really paralyzed i'm like that's so inspiring you do that i'm like not in a wheelchair i'm like sure you're not and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she came walking one day i'm like fucking hell um she would clear a grand on a Saturday. Jesus. There was one guy who dressed like a hobbit and I think some other pirate. And he told me his most amount he made on a Saturday. And he had like little to no work ethic was 200. And I think I cleared that. Oh my God. So that median, I'm going to say the 200 was the low end, was a thousand. It's got a four or five hundred. And that, that generally, I think, what, what was going around. This, this information makes me hate myself, I'm going to be honest no, it's not. It's not like that anymore. And, and it's the inflation. Um, <laughs> Inflation's the economy. The economy crashed. The economy yeah, wow. crashed. I, I seen that place motherfucking change. Um, and then the tourists got tired of the fucking characters. Yeah, uh, For various so. reasons. Um, our drama of hitting each other was just all over the top. Um, I feel like if you were a joker right now on the streets, yeah, you'd be making. I a was bank. a joker once, yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it's. Not, I think if you want to go and make your luggage fair, I think you can. I think if you spend all fucking day in the summer, maybe you can. But like, I would not. I think that time came and went. Um, there was people selling everything. All the stores there. Um, some of my fair bars are going. They're all closed. Um, it, it just it hit it real hard. I I seen it literally crash and burn. I remember. Buying five dollar big gigantic cookies off this fucking guy and giving a start of high fives like there you go Robin there you go Batman you know and having having a great time those, those times are the fucking the best uh, yeah they were they were cool I wish I had my work ethic I had now but like I'm kind of it was just um, I think the most I think it was like a hundred bucks in ten minutes you know it's, <laughs> you know it's so funny to me <laughs> is uh, I'm looking at the camera because I'm, I was like wondering the whole time I'm like oh the fucking lighting on uh, on Brovo here is rough and then I'm like you're fucking Batman telling yeah, all yeah, these yeah, Batman yeah, stories yeah. and you're all uh, sh shadowy that's fucking awesome it is <laughs> I just um, I think and I'll, I'll say that now um, I Man, banged no the Wonder it. Woman wow. I banged the Marilyn Monroe uh, Harley Quinn and a bad girl. Wow. I, I feel no shame about it. And it was really, really cool. I, I think <laughs> the thing is, I came out there in 2007. I'm like, I have a plan. I'm going to make money. I'm not going to talk to any of these women. And there was like a Paris Hilton. I'm like, fuck her. Am I right? I'm not talking to her. There was a Supergirl and nor that. There was a Pirate Girl and nor that. And then I saw Wonder Woman. I'm like, fuck, I need that. Yeah, um, she was. Uh... And I did. I, every day, <laughs> I, would, you know, I would leave like a little rant. I'm like, one time. I'll tell you this one story. This is fucking hilarious. Uh, and I was like, we should take some photos again. It's like, maybe. And then she was hanging with that Darth Vader who would literally tell me off. His name is Chris. Naturally. Fuck you, Chris, by the way. Um, and then every day we just la Did you make any lasting friendships? Yeah. Uh, sort of. We just don't talk. I mean. Basically, is there anybody that like you might bring up that you're not going to say fuck you to? No. Hey, Adam, if you're listening, you're cool. Um. Ray, Marisha Ray, roommates. I'm glad we're doing now, especially with um, fuck an or what is it? Um, something conflict. She she got famous. 
And a couple of mothers, uh, even Paul, he gave me shit before. I wish him nothing but luck. So a whole bunch of them, Ryan too. Um, but anyway, so Wonder Woman, uh, one day after saying hi and all that, I'm like, I would tell him, like, man, she's so good looking. Yeah, yeah. And then one day she comes over and just by herself, I'm like, hey, it's like, why don't we take a photo together? And then I'm like, okay. So I'm doing my lifting thing and then whatever's posing. And it's like, and she just looks at me and goes, why don't we make out in front of these people? I'm like, what the fuck? And then, you know, I'm like, this isn't happening. This is in my head, right? This isn't happening. And then I'm like, why don't we just go out? Is this sure? Just go home and change, and and I'll fucking uh, and I'll meet you. And she gave me this address. Me and her. Oh, like, she had oh, already God. picked you. She had already. Picked so you. I ran home full tilt in a Batman costume. I should you not. I'm 24, 25 years old. Ran fucking full tilt, boots and all, <laughs> to, <laughs> to Elisa Kalamer. I get home. Or this is my home. I'm living on a couch next to another guy on a couch in this apartment next to Sunset Boulevard. My roommate, my couch mate, is a neurotic fucking guy with a PhD or whatever. He's kind of smart, but neurotic. He literally hangs up my cape and my cowl and hands me, look what's happening that you went today. I'm half of my bat suit. This is literally my Alfred reading what's going on yeah, in the world. Yeah, literally. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You're now going to go like, be I got to go on a fuck. date. So then... I said, how the fuck does this woman look like outside of that wig? I literally didn't. I'm like, are you leaning? You're leaning. And then all of a sudden I hear Alex, Alex. And then it was her. And then we went out. And then I had diarrhea. I on the, the, on the, the day. Washroom. And then I admitted. And then we made out. And then. Okay, wait a second. You had diarrhea, admitted it, and then you made out? That was a later, sequence of yeah. events? Wow. And then. Um. Because I'm just I've been editing a lot of clips today, and if I was if I was editing that together, that's a pretty we, powerful we literally, moment. And then we we have sex, and uh, <laughs> I remember in the morning, and then I walk her, and then I remember my Alfred roommate is like, "Look at you all smiling." I'm like, "Yeah," and then I walked her to her home, and I'm kissing her, and I'm like, "I'll see you later on the boulevard." She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Don't tell anybody else on the boulevard." I'm like, "For sure." I fucking hear a door open and slam. I look right behind me, and it's a trailer, and the Marilyn Monroe is right coming out. She goes, I always knew you were oh, attractive. Wow. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. How the fuck do you live here in the middle of the road? <laughs> how the fuck do you? That's your fucking telephone fuck game right there. And she was this old, I think, and the funniest thing about her. Marilyn Monroe lives everywhere. She, she, she was very old and very just fucking uh, nice but insane. Um, all that stuff and the Jesus and all that. One day she comes out dressed as Supergirl and I just, I was dressed as Robin. I just burst out laughing and I, I feel so bad, but I just remember Why? that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cause it's insane. Why I'm like, is it I'm insane? Just, I was insane. I was judgmental <laughs> and you know, I mean, I it was just like the politics. She just comes out one day dressed as Supergirl after doing Mary Monroe, and she was at least in her 40s or 50s, and I'm just starting bursting out laughing. That's and funny. Looking back, I'm like, fuck, I was an asshole. Um, <laughs> laughing in her face. for Laughing in her fucking face. Hey, babe, not, not working. <laughs> I can just not working. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather... The uh, fucking... <laughs> If she would have become Wonder Woman, then then she there were there were some opportunities to laugh there, man. I like um, I remember it was Robin, and there was another Batman in platforms, and he carried handguns or pretend handguns, and then I'm like, I don't remember Batman having guns, and he got so mad, and he knew I was too because I was still, I was going for other times like I thought drawing Batman would be nicer. I'm like I'm like. Eh. Um, well, there's a very specific Batman who carries guns. He's an alternative universe Batman. I, I didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Um. I can't believe the, the amount of politics, uh, pussy, and money that was involved in uh, being Batman, man. And the fact that you were Batman, Superman, the Joker. And All the time. Jesus. Was Peter Pan. That was cool, too. So when um, did you decide to start getting into movies and, like, comedy and shit? Uh, a little bit before that, in 2003, I, started, I briefly did stand-up here and there. And not until 2005. But then I took some break off in 2008 and 2009 because my health was, my mental health was declining as shit. You were um, sick and then from or you treating yourself like garbage? All that, not knowing I was, not knowing what life was. And I don't think, like, I think Batman was definitely escapism for sure. Yeah. I just, 
don't even think like that. I know I did it. I don't deny it. And I don't deny if I said asshole stuff, but I'm not that kind of guy anymore. And it's like, just frankly immature with a drive not to commit suicide, but do other things. That's good. Um, and, and all that. I also felt, um, aside from my friend's death, aside from, you know, horrible upbringing and all that. I think I was like smited a couple times in life. Um, one particular was being an extra and other people getting lines right next to me. It happened about three times or twice. And then one time I could have got a line, but I got in shit. It was just weird. Uh, and I was getting tired of this fucking, uh, or just abuse in other jobs. Are you saying that like you could have got these lines just as easily? Um, no. Because I mean, to be K-19, pissed at someone. So K eighteen, the Widowmaker, uh, was a weird one. They had us. We were. They wanted to give an extra line, and we had to do Russian accent. And my shitty Russian accent apparently made it. I made it pat the uh, two rounds, and then we did in front of director Catherine Bigelow. Um, might have heard of her. And she couldn't pick. And then they decided who got who had more screen time. And a bunch of them were like, he had the most screen time. He was there. And, the, and then they just they screen tested two guys. Um, and I remember that AD. Um, <laughs> the next time, uh, it was 2005. Uh, Chief Revisor in two. And I was playing the whole towel clerk as an extra. All of a sudden, uh, they put me at the desk and they frame me and they give me more makeup to make because I was focused on camera. And then they accused me of walking off camera, which I didn't. And I took the idea aside and I'm just like, do you remember saying I was on screen time? Do you just have it in for me? And she goes, you need to let that go. I'm like, no, you accused me. I'm like, well, I didn't say anything, but I'm thinking in my head. I'm just like, you literally accused me of getting off camera when I just sat there. Yeah. One guy had, one guy with a brain said I didn't see him leave I think they did something with the camera and I was like chewed out later they have me Steve Martin's kids pretend kids go jump on the couch and they have me go over and go like this with my hands and just pantomime and Steve Martin it got cut but you can kind of see me in the back on this but Steve Martin goes oh it's okay it's just my kid sorry about that and I'm in the pisser and the director comes up and he goes I'm like hey what Someone have a line doing that? And he goes, yeah, they would, wouldn't they? And just walks out. I'm like, fuck you, buddy. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, give me a goddamn line. I'm like, how many, nine times out of ten, an extra is going to get a line doing that? Flash forward later, Jumper. Um, this is funny as shit. So a lot of people were saying it looked like Hayden Christensen, especially when... Uh, yeah, you got a lot of TV vibe going came on. Out. Um, yeah, whatever. I didn't think of it. Um, we're extras and... Uh, a guy had been there the day before and he goes, it was long day. The director just walked around filming like this. And I'm thinking, this guy's full of shit. They call us in a room upstairs just near the Brunswick or was the Brunswick at the time uh, at the annex. And fucking the director starts going like this around the room. I'm just like, man, this guy wasn't lying. All of a sudden, he points to me and he goes, stand up. And he goes, what's your name? And, you know, and all that. And he called that other guy. He's like, okay, come, come with me. Do something cool. We fucking go to the patio part. Hayden Christian's there. There's a, an actress and all that. And they're like, why don't you go up and look like you want to fi- kick Hayden Christensen's ass? I'm like, no problem. I fucking Hayden Star Wars prequels. It's going to be No easy. problem. I hate this cocksucker. The worst is there was a guy that looked even more like Hayden Christensen than me. But whatever. So we do all that. Huffing and puffing. I was a little bit small at the time, but I still don't act intimidating i'm just gonna puff my chest up you know breathing in and all that great no we don't want to look like kick his ass just look at him cool just look at him another take not gonna even look at him you're looking over there uh going back and forth at the time i didn't know too much about camera angles mike this is fucking ridiculous and then all of a sudden they're like you over there and they gave me fingerless gloves and they're like go up there personally and look like you're gonna kick him christian's ass Fucking right. I hated. I literally said to the guy, "I hated <laughs> the like, Star Wars prequels," and they laughed. I'm going up, Hayden. So I finally get close to close with him. Hayden's about an inch or two inches taller, but like 
even though it was smaller size, one third my size. Wow. So I was like Tiny maybe one six and one seventy. That guy was one forty, one thirty. Fucking, I'm doing this. All of a sudden, I hear Darth versus Darth from someone. I just bust out, and he busted. We both bust out laughing. Yeah. And then we just tugged. I don't know. Or me and Dan Christensen, you know, just hugged out of this fucking. I'm like, I don't hate Star Wars that much. <laughs> I don't hate this man. I, I I thought the comparisons were weird, like a year before. But I'm like, I, I just like. You know, I mean, we could have talked it out and played off each other. I'm like, I would have asked Hayden, what pisses you off? What would be a look that, and give me a look to say you, you, you think you could take me? Shit like that. They just throw us in there. This kind of seems like numerous uh, times. Ashton Kutcher's going to pop out. Um, I, I've been told Ashton Kutcher. So what's funny is I just pull him out, and they gave the guy beside me the line that was standing in the, in the group of us two or three guys. I think yeah. saying something to the girl. I'm like... I'm like, why? I could have fucking. You're right there. Not just there. There was one point. I'm like, just stand right in front of him. I'm like, you believe that I could kick his ass? You know I want to kick his ass. Like, or to get, I gave myself this kind of like um, a darker version of Darth Vader. I thought uh, Darth versus Anakin were both facing each other in different circumstances. I think Anakin would want to kick Darth's ass. Like, what did you do? You just, you know, you lost all of me. And stuff like that. And, like, you know, those, those three times, I think one of them I should have got that line. And you're like, how the fuck did this happen? You, you know? And, and uh, yeah. So, um, not just that. And do security. I remember one time they took the walkie-talkie from me because they were pissed off. Uh, they would offer each other food. They wouldn't offer me food when I first started. Shit like that. And you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, and just, just let me work. Like, life isn't fair. I'm like, clearly, it's not fair to me at all. And you can whine and cry about it. And I used to do on Facebook. But even before Facebook, like, what can you do? And you're like, well, I guess I got to turn. And you see these people getting dressed up. I'm like, I can do that. No one's stopping me. Yeah. No one's stopping me from being Batman. And even when I was smaller, I was lifting people. And just, you know, I became more muscular. I'm not the most muscular guy in the world now, but I'm a little bit more. Um, I intimidate people just on look. And I do it almost on purpose. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to skin up scare people um, yeah they're like immediately <laughs> scared especially comics in the beginning are like oh no bro Vidani's, uh okay first of all bro when people say that are you in the corner where i have an inch of space to myself he's in my fucking space i i've been told that a couple times like this place is cramped you're being unfair i have no idea how someone creates a perception of you other than by looking at you no but like if you do that and it's a, such a small thing like and the owner is nice to you. He doesn't do any more. And he goes, why are you in the way? I'm like, this place is cramped. You can't do that. Yeah. This isn't like there's people purposely in your way. There's people purposely in your spot. Or there's a tight space and the guy's just there. You can't fault that guy. I, I remember one time I had a back problem and a comic goes, why are you so awkward? Shake my hand. I'm like, A, you're fucking short of shit. B, <laughs> Uh, my back hurts. You can't do that. There's, there's creepy, and then there's just circumstance. Yeah. Um, but like, I would hear the odd time. I think most people are cool, and I made that drunk post earlier today. And I think mo most comics have been nicer responding to me. So like, I'm building on that. Uh, but like, if the only thing I ever knew about you was uh, I never did the danger room because yeah. I, I just the timing of uh, me doing comedy, I was never doing it on that night or there. I would go to either somewhere else, yeah, and was be just like, oh yeah, Brovo's gonna roast uh, the shit out of whoever is there. So I, I'll, I'll let a little on that. I, I love it. And Dan and Morgan all at the beginning either wouldn't put me on the odd time or I'll put me on at the end. And one time I, I the Dan and Morgan, I forget, I told them. Sure, you could do that, but I'm gonna literally rip into everyone before you put me on. That was why I'm like, well, you're gonna wake me wait two or three hours. This this is the deal. And you're giving it to everybody. Um, and it's like, you're gonna, and some a lot of them were bombed. Some of them weren't, but I'd say I had a better percentage than most. And because um, I was waiting for that, and I got better. I got better on stage. Too. I, I, that took a bit. I think it took about a year. But like. It was just, uh, it was, it was a great thing. And then like, and then, and then they started routinely putting me up and usually putting me up early and all that, all that shit bang. So, you know, it was hard not to like it. I, I give it a spade a spade. I, I call it a spade a spade. I like Dan's thing. He would get drunk and would tell people their shit. 
especially if there were. That's comedy. And he stopped doing that for me afterwards. And he, and we, like, I think I got better. He goes, you have. And I was like, and he stopped. So I, I appreciate that kind of honesty. He would go back to calling me retarded and all that. But like, he, he you know, I, I loved it a lot and I miss it. Um, I think it was a great niche, I think. Uh, but obviously there's pitfalls with that too. So... Well, I mean, the timing <coughs> of uh, where we're at, like socially, it's different, right? So for a, for a room like that, it draws the wrong kind of attention, even though it is a really strong uh, thing for. But you're learning. advertising it as such. Yeah, you can't no, I go get it. And say, but people are crazy. They they are, uh, but like at learning. the same time, they can't say, "Well, this was a surprise," even though some would. But I'm like, "Well, your surprise is a danger room." Um, but uh, my the ending point I thought was there was one audience member who would just say racist stuff or just shout it, not even say it, but shout it. And I'm not talking about Richard. I like Richard. Uh, yeah, he's a cool I thought guy. he had some, he, you know, he was racist. I liked that at least he was funny sometimes. But there was one in particular, I'm not going to say her name, but she wasn't funny anytime, just shouted. It was like, you're fat! And then I'm like, oh, cool. And then just keep on doing it. And then I'm like, all right, we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Um, and if that was the death knell, then that was the death knell. And just like Hollywood Boulevard, I mean, things had to kind of end. I mean, but, um, yeah, I can imagine some people like, bro, was going to be there and he's going to say some shit. And I'm just like, well, that's, that's how the it way goes, it is. man. That's, uh, then, then come dethrone me. And some comics had some good bombs on me, uh, particularly Dan. Uh, you probably had the best. Um, Don Prey would be another. So, um, if you come with the king, you best not miss. And I think Don was probably even the better of the of everyone because he was very concise and wasn't drunk and slurring his fucking <laughs> Yeah, he probably went in there just like a <laughs> goddamn hammer. Yeah, he's cut it up. Yeah, he just has that knack and he can uh do that or he could do a regular show and he would still slaughter. Um, you know. So uh, who was another? I think Jason Rouse was really great at it. And then, uh, I mean, but you want to do it periodically. But I like, yeah, I like the Mondays too. And then I've done the odd Wednesday and the odd Friday. So it's a great little place. Yeah, the corner's awesome. I uh, I try to hang out there as much as I can. It's a, it's like a, you get some food whenever you, you get some food. Yeah, I mean, um, it's great that there's new different venues to play. Um, I'd like to work there for them, but who knows? I'm at Yuck Yucks tonight, another place I like to work at. Uh, they're very nice to me, you know, me that on the record. But, like, I don't know if they want to hire me. Um, but they're very, very nice to me. Yucks is nice? They're polite. They're, they got me a spot tonight for my birthday, uh, hugging me, saying, you know, hi, how's it going, asking me how I am, and generally meeting it. I can't say they're rude. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Maybe they don't like my workout or whatever, but like to say they're not polite and nice would be a lie. Um, in fact, they're above and beyond. It's kind of weird when you have that experience, right? Where because uh, you know people talk about other clubs and shit, but if you haven't been treated poorly, it's like, well, whatever. I mean, I'm kind saying this me. from this perspective, and I'm just doing their Tuesday. If they hire me, would they treat me better? I don't know. Well, then um, you become a part of the pecking order. Yeah. Um, I mean, it definitely changes uh, how you get treated, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what, what to say. It's just like, but then, like, I'm using comedy almost as a passion, and I have these other passions, so I'm not completely all hung up on it. Like, I'll, I'll do 100% of my ability, and I'm not going to fuck around or waste their time or go overtime and all that or, or, bat or be annoying. I'll, like, you know, I uh, keep my P's and Q's off stage. But, like, I don't, I don't want to grab them by the throat and demand them to hire me um, or other places because I don't know if I have that stress level anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> or that stomach to digest it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I know the Batman thing falls around with me. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> hey, man, that's a cool part of life, though. Come on, like, how many people it, can it, say that? They were it is. Batman. It, it was, and I'm glad... I can look back on, on it and say that it's not a part of my, my current present. Actually, was, I'm at my funniest now, I think, personally. When I was viral and I got spots, 
there were some that I got because of that. And I think it could have been better of a comic. I'm not saying I didn't have any funny nights, but I would say more consistently, more confident. Now of course, yeah. Than, than before. Practice, dude. Not not just practice. If you just practice saying shit, then you're just gonna say shit. If you're not taking it in, I don't have anything to lean on. I don't have you're like cool. I'm bombing this, but I'm viral. This video got autograph signing. Cool, and I got a bunch of groupies to fuck. Thank you. I don't need this. Yeah. Now. I do, and I did have an ego. I'll, I'll render that. People did treat my ego like I was the next Hitler. I'm like, all right, I have an ego, but I'm not fucking doing anything else. However, you know, I'm working more. I'm not, I got a level of confidence. And I also f- kind of found my voice. So, yeah, it took me a long time. Uh, and a deaths of friends and concussions and, you know, faults with, people I was related to, but like now I feel more confident. The difference is I don't have any fame or anything. I'm just, or infamy. You got to build it up, buddy. That's the oh, beauty no. of the game. I'd rather do that. Even if everything, and uh, I'll give Sean credit if they're, they're having fun with what they're doing, but even if everything went to plan, I would have been like at some point, like it's time to walk away from Batman. It can't be just living the shadow and then as a mascot or anything, I would have done a little bit longer, but I would have wanted to do a more original stuff. And now I've done two short films. I did one Batman fan film, but then I did two short films. You could say we're influenced by comics, but they're all, um, you know, the 48 film challenge that screens and a couple of Sundays and I wrote this character and acted it. And we shot a red cam. Like it was a great, Oh yeah. Um, the shot Batman versus Dexter in a red cam. And then, you know, even, and then do, which won a two minute film challenge, you know, we had some stunts and shit. So I some pretty cool stuff that I'm ready to write out a feature and say, like, I feel more experienced now, um, and level headed and all that stuff. And yeah. So, um, in a way I'm grateful that they kind of abandoned me. So it took me to find my footing real. Yeah. You got to like, uh, re-envision yourself, man. It's just, um, like the other Batman guy, uh, bless him. I know he doesn't like me, but I'm like, like yeah, I think he's like 40 something. And you're like, <laughs> is, is if that's going to be your lasting legacy, then like, I wouldn't have been happy at least be the that. Joker. Yeah. Mind you, he's quite embarrassing. I'm like, Hey Lee, I know you don't like me, but I think they're, they're cool. Um, <clears throat> but I wanted to go, to go beyond that. In fact, I'll, I'll watch the quiet bears short film and give you a thumbs up if it's cool. Well, man, I'm excited that you're feeling good and all that stuff's going well. I want to thank you for coming. Uh, I want to thank you for allowing me to be here, Jordan. You're a very nice guy. You, uh, thank you. I think my last memory of you uh, watching Kyle Patan do his Batman jokes and you put your arm around me and I'm like, yeah, there's Kyle. We've had, we had laughs and he's a great guy too. Um, that was a rough night. I wonder for if him. people look at me as like, you know, punch him for doing another Batman joke. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I think it's, it wasn't a rough night. I don't think he did as bad, but Kyle's got a great future. That crowd. Oh, no, no, no. He was, I thought he was so good. It was just a rough night in terms of like the audience, you know, needed somebody to get them going. And he did stuff that was like, it was so good. Just though I've heard those jokes before. I love listening to Kyle. I thought a lot of people were like, wow, man, this crowd sucks. Man, you guys are like, you know, I'm like, and yeah, just roll with it. Yeah. You just got to find it. Right. That's the part of well, comedy. Just, just, or just do your time. Um, yeah. Which is easier said than done. I think mean, for a showcase, it kind of, but yeah, it's, uh, it's comedy, man. So Thanks buddy. Thank you, Jordan. Well, uh, I'll see you again. We're having you back. Yeah. Don't be sorry with Jordan Palachicchio. Another episode, baby. Woo!